developing your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Welcome to the Incession Film Podcast Extra Film Segment for February 9th, 2014. And I'm J.D. Duran. And I'm Brandy Woodrum. And I'm Holy Popcorn. And on this week's Extra Film Segment, we are going to be reviewing the latest animated film to come out and one of the funnest ones in a long time, I think. And we're going to be talking about the Lego movie, which should be a lot, a lot of fun. Uh, but before we get into it, uh, how's your guys' week? Uh, my week was great. Yeah, mine was pretty good. I've been busy watching a lot of the, uh, the Olympics going on. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is should be pretty fun. I'm a big hockey guy, so I'm ready for men's hockey to get a rolling. So that should be pretty exciting. And I know outside of Canada, which is our biggest rival, Russia's our other big rival. And since it's being played in Russia... And a lot of people are really harping up on it, so I'm pretty excited to really get into that. So besides movies, that's definitely my big thing right now. Yes, I'm ready for some Jamaican bobsledding. And Jamaican bobsledding, of real life cool runnings. Yeah, <laughs> how could I forget? It? Of course. I can't get enough of the ice skating either. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, should be a fun uh, extra film, though. I can't wait to talk about the Lego Movie. Should be a good show. Let's get into it. And here we go. You're listening to the Incession Film Podcast Extra Film Segment. Everything is awesome. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> we go where we can't be found. Maybe we could go underwater. What if we went underwater? Great idea, babe. Thank you, Batman. Your ideas are the best. But hey, I just said that. We could build a submarine. A bat submarine patent pending. With the rainbows. And dream catchers in case we take a nap. Like an underwater spaceship. But you can't build all of them at once. Ready? Break. Break. Okay. These are the colors I need. Blue raspberry and sour apple. If anybody has black parts, I need them, okay? I only work in black. And sometimes very, very dark gray. Use the yellow bricks. Hey, guys, can I help? No, it has to be this way. No, I need that. 
Where is he? Anyone know what this is and do you need it? I think we could use wings, rocket boosters. Ooh, get your retro space stuff out of my area. You guys, hey, just tell me exactly what to do and how to do it. Emmett, don't worry about what the others are doing. You must embrace what is special about you. All right, the Lego movie is written and directed by Phil Lord and Chris Miller and stars Chris Pratt, Will Ferrell, Elizabeth Banks, Will Arnett, and a whole slew of other people, really. What did you guys think about the Lego movie? I enjoyed it more than I thought I would, definitely. I was excited for this movie. Um, I love a good animated film, Um, but I think I enjoyed it. A lot more than I thought I would. Uh, sure. A little cheesy to start off with, but I think we had to expect that going into what is generally targeted for a uh, children's audience. Sure, sure. Um, so, yeah, a little cheesy when we started off, but I could get over that. Um, and then especially by the middle and the end of the movie, I loved everything that they did. I thought it was really well put together. Um, loved the ending. I was Say yeah. that. <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, I absolutely loved it. I totally agree with you. But, you know, the other thing, too, is that there's a lot of jokes that uh, dealt with adults. So, you know, it appealed to, you know, children and, uh, you know, us big kids as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I completely agree with you guys. I absolutely loved, loved this movie. Really adore it quite a bit. It definitely plays to that inner kid of everyone, at least for the adults. And obviously for the kids, it definitely plays into that. I do agree with you, Brandy. I feel like the first act of the movie was a little cheesy. It was definitely more going more toward the silliness side mm-hmm. of things and to the more for the kid uh, aspects of what they were doing. But that being said, I still loved the aesthetic that they created. You definitely got the vibe and the feel of the Lego world that they were trying to create. Yeah. And and the kind of animation that they were building. It was just it was very fun. It was really great. And of course it's what, not even you're about 10 minutes into the movie when we get that awesome song, which is just really great. And it just plays throughout the whole movie. It's stuck in your head. If you walk out of that yeah, theater and you're not singing it when you're walking out, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> yeah, it definitely gets stuck in your head. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but yeah, it was very, very great. I just thought the craftsmanship of this world that they created was just really fantastic. I thought all the characters just really came together really well i thought that the dialogue was just brilliant there were some really great punchlines, and in some ways i don't know you guys let me know if you felt this but some of those uh scenes just kind of felt like like snl skits a little bit where it was just you know these you know two minutes of this one little thing that was not appropriate to the movie or could have been cut out easily but was still just really fun within the context of this world and it's those kind of things that i feel like just elevate the story and the narrative that was already going along to begin with. Yeah, definitely. Um, I agree with the SNL skits that you said, which I mean, part of that has to be influenced based on this cast. You have Will Ferrell, um, Jonah Hill was in there for a little bit. I'm sure they had an. There was, oh yeah, sure. There was a lot of those kind of yeah kind of people that done yeah. Stuff, so, so I'm sure that had a great influence on some of those moments. But um, I loved that they did those moments. I thought it was great. And, and you could tell that they're having a lot of fun with it as well. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I think that was kind of the main thing and the main feeling you get with it. And I would kind of like to see some of the outtakes of this movie. Cause I'm sure oh there was gosh, a lot yes. of, lot of elements like that, that just ended up not making it, but it was really, it was just there. And sorry, 
I, this isn't really a spoiler, but I'm definitely going to throw it out there though. Cause one of my favorite aspects of that was the star Wars one. When those guys just come in, they make a quick appearance and then they're gone. But to me, when that came in, it was just, it was hilarious. It was just done very, very well. Uh, another aspect of this, and I know Brandy, you and I kind of talked about this, but was, uh, the TV aspects of it, you know, because there yes. were, there was two in in particular. There was the the pants TV show where they're kind of playing off these silly TV shows uh-huh. that are out there, which is great. And then later on in the movie, which is my favorite line of the movie, Elizabeth Banks's character basically interrupts that show. It is on TV. Her first line is, "Hey, I'm on TV, so you know what? You can trust me." It was just this small little line, but to me just rang volumes and I loved it. It was very good. Yes, that line, um, I think, says a lot for our society. <laughs> yeah. says a lot about huge, the American public right that, now, yeah. um, which I think is great that yeah. they poked fun at that. was just fantastic. Yeah. And that's one of those things that a kid would never understand. Sure. They're probably was, laughing because yeah. all the adults are laughing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's one of those made for the adults part of the yeah, movie. Yeah, exactly. So it was great how they were catering to the kids in obvious moments. And then there's those little jabs that, yeah, only yeah. adults will really get, but they're just so brilliant. So, so good. Absolutely. And I know one of your other favorite parts, Brandy, was the micromanagers. Loved in the, movie. the micromanagers. Um, I'm not the character in itself, but the name of the character, micromanagers. Um, I thought that was hilarious and perfect, perfectly yeah. <laughs> said. Yeah, send out the micromanagers. <laughs> so yeah, because how many times do you have those in your workplace? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, what did you guys think about the voice cast here? I know, you know, we sort of touched on it earlier, but there's a lot of people in here. The main character voiced by Chris Pratt, and then we have Will Ferrell, Elizabeth Banks, Will Arnett, who voices Batman in the movie, uh, Morgan Freeman, Liam Neeson, just a lot, a lot of characters here. I thought they were all great, but what did you guys think about the voice casting here? Uh, I loved it. I think everyone did a great job. Loved Morgan Freeman. I mean, who yeah. doesn't? Who doesn't? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, exactly. um, but I think him and Will Ferrell yeah. were definitely <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, my two favorites, both when they were apart and together. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed their characters. Um, Will Arnett as yeah. Batman was fantastic. Yeah, he was fantastic. And he even had his own little song, too, which I thought was just really great. Yeah. <laughs> well, what about you, Polly Popcorn? What do you think about the, the voice cast here? Yeah, like I said before, you know, I think uh, Liam Neeson, uh, you know, he was great. I just like the little scenes where every time you get angry, you start kicking that chair around. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I just thought all of these characters were fantastic, and there's even some like minor characters that we haven't talked about. There was, you know, Superman in there, which was voiced by Channing Tatum, and uh, was it Green Hornet, which was the uh, the Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill is yeah. Green Lantern. Yes, so was he was fun. hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> just, and I love the the dynamics yes. between the two of them. Yes, <laughs> it's really good. So. Yeah, all that stuff was fantastic. Uh, okay, well, let me ask one other question. And this is going to get real difficult because we don't want to get into spoilers. And we'll do a little spoiler conversation later in the podcast. But what did you think in general about the narrative here uh, and, and the direction they went with it? Absolutely loved it. Hard to say without, it's hard. Yeah, yeah. without getting uh-huh. into the spoilers. Um I think what where they went with this movie was fantastic. I think the 
balance that they had between the funny moments and where they ended up taking this movie um, was perfect. Right yeah. on, right on point. Yeah, totally agree. Rethink, probably. Oh, I thought it was great. You know, I, I like the idea that they're just playing on the whole concept of you know what a child mind looks like on the inside. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I thought the narrative and and just in general, and I'll get into the specifics of it later. But I absolutely loved it. The themes that they touch on are incredible, and I think as a guy, especially, you'll really, really fall for this in some category or another. But just the way that they play on it, and again, it's hard to discuss without spoilers, but the way they do it to me was just so captivating, and it was so beautiful. Uh, the third act to me was very strong, and there are some really touching moments there. Uh, and again, for an animated film, uh, it, I feel like it's real difficult to necessarily reach those spaces all the time, because with animated films, you're, also, you're trying to be fun, and obviously you're catering to kids a lot of the time, so there's those silly moments. In which there's a lot of that here, but the third act of this film just takes a little bit of a different direction in some ways, and it gets a little serious, and I and I loved it. I thought it still it kept the tone of the movie still. It was it fit the aesthetic of what they were trying to do, but to me just the way they capture the essence of those themes was just brilliant. It was just gorgeous and I, I absolutely loved it. It was it was incredible. I mean, I know you and I, Brandy, were kind of. T- <laughs> I was comparing it to Wreck It Ralph because to me, that's my my favorite animated film. And there are some parallels there because in Wreck It Ralph, it gets much more serious in the third act right. as well. So, uh, and I probably would still have Wreck It Ralph right there, but Lego Movie and the way that it does it is just unique and it's it's really great and I love it and I I couldn't recommend it highly enough. Yeah, I agree. Um. I would love to know what like a 10-year-old got out of this movie. I would love to see if oh, yeah. they if they got the whole concept of, you know, everyone is Oh, sure. you know, special and unique and all of that um or if it was just a funny movie to them. Yeah, that's a really interesting point cuz obviously, you know, for kids they're going to see things a little bit differently, but while I don't think they'll quite understand those themes, I do think there's elements there that they'll enjoy. And of course, they'll enjoy the silly moments of it. And if you watch it in a theater full of kids, like we did, there were plenty of times where it was just huge kid laughs, and you could feel that for sure. Right. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, there's a lot of kids uh, hanging around me, and uh, I, you know, I I think they got the gist of the movie. I think they kind of understood what was going on. I mean, at some level, you start to pick up on those certain little things. Yeah, absolutely. And I just, I thought the way, to me, I think just the way they were able to piece all of these worlds together. And it was really fun because they explored several different type of worlds within this whole Lego movie. Yeah. So, you know, because one of them is like a big city. Then you have like a Western one and like a a sky kind of field for one of them. And one of them was just really full of bright and vibrant colors and others were just more bland. So I just thought they explored all of those just fantastically. I mean, the whole aesthetic was just really great for me. Yeah, I agree a hundred percent that they did bring in. I mean, cause that's how Legos really are. You know, they have Lego star Wars and Lego Ninja turtles and everything. <laughs> um, so yeah, that they did bring in all those pieces and elements into the movie as well. I thought was great work on their part. Yeah. 
I thousand percent agree with that. Uh, this is just one of those movies that I can't highly recommend enough. And right now, it's kind of hard to judge it so early in the year. But for me, it's just it's on that level. And as much as I connected with this film, I would not doubt it if this movie ends up making it into my top 15 or 20 at the end of the year. Maybe even top 10. I mean, I just connected with it really, really well and had a, a blast with this movie. Yeah, and then the same thing is going to happen to me, too. I mean, you know, growing up when I was a little popcorn, I was sitting there playing with Legos all the yeah. time, so I could fully relate sure. to this movie. Sure. Yeah, but I could see it one of my top 10. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's really, really great. I mean, there's a lot to come out. This year should be a really great year, I think. But uh, as far as animated films, this is a, a heck heck of a start. And I think there's going to be some stronger animated films uh, later this year. Even later this month, The Wind Rises, which is nominated for an Oscar, comes out. It'd be interesting to see how that compares to this and How to Train Your Dragon 2, which is a movie that I really loved. I loved the first one anyway. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to that. But this could be a pretty pretty strong year. So for animated films, this is a heck of a start for sure. Yeah, I think um, I think this movie will go, go far in the year. Um, and also I think it could be a pretty timeless movie. I mean, I don't think Legos are going anywhere mm, sure. anytime soon um, sure. and you know the the over the underlying story of this is kind of a classic story as well that i don't think would really go anywhere either so i think this could end up being yeah. a great movie for you know a lifetime and that is a really great point i think that kind of comes back to some of the main themes of the movie because and again without getting into spoilers I guess I'll just say that they definitely touch on the idea that Legos aren't just for kids, but you know they're for adults as well. And yeah. and it goes back several generations. And you know, you know, like we were saying, uh, Polly Popcorn, that you were playing with them as a kid. I was playing with them as a kid, and even your little nephew, who's three years old, Brandy, yeah. is playing with Legos all the time. Yep. So it's something that's been around forever. They touch on that, and I think that's the brilliance of the film and of the narrative is while they throw in all these amazing elements and superheroes and fun characters that it doesn't go away from that tradition of Legos and kids and having fun with them. And right. I loved it. It was just really, really, really brilliant in my mind. Very good stuff. Okay. Well, I guess this is, I guess this will be an appropriate time. I think this is a good time where we can get into some spoiler talk here. So if you haven't seen the movie, uh, we'll just ask you to jump ahead <laughs> to the end of the podcast where you could hear our grades and, and whatnot. Uh, so you can feel free to do that. But I think at this point, we're just going to go ahead and, and do the spoiler talk uh, because I think this is a big part of the movie. Uh, so I guess just to kind of throw it out there, at one point, the main character, which is voiced by Chris Pratt, finds himself and live action scenarios. So right. we see uh, a kid, a real life kid playing with his character and it has and we see that uh, there's a big setup of Legos just kind of all over the place and we see an adult character come down the stairs and they showcase that it's Will Ferrell himself <laughs> comes down and there's some really gorgeous elements here uh, but before I get into what I think I just kind of wanted to get your guys' thoughts on uh, not only how they played those elements, but what'd you think even when you saw the live action, when you saw Will Ferrell, what'd you think? Oh gosh, I don't even know where to begin with this. Um, I was intrigued when we went to live action. Sure. I wasn't quite sure uh, where we were going to go. And then 
when Will Ferrell walked down the stairs to the basement or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was like dying. I was like, oh my gosh, where is this going to go? <laughs> yeah. um, I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Loved that. This is jumping ahead a little bit. Um, loved the kind of inner workings that they did between where it was live action and yeah, going yeah. back to... So it went back and forth. Yeah. yeah. Um, loved all of those elements. I thought that was all great. Um, but in general, the the story there that you know Will Ferrell was... These were his Legos and we started understanding where the craggle was coming from yeah. and um all yeah. of that um and that that uh he what you know he didn't want his son who found um the main character to be playing with these legos and then sure um in the end you know we kind of got the father son bonding over this timeless toy and um i just loved i loved it all yeah, I, I agree with you guys. You know, I like the, you know, the whole idea of the whole, like, duality of Legos. I mean, who knew? You know, it's okay to follow the instructions. It's okay not to follow the instructions. And that was going yeah. on with that whole uh, final scene there. Yeah, I absolutely just adored what they did with this part of the movie. And it's really fascinating in a lot of ways because a lot of animated films have human characters in it. But it's very rare. It's I'm, It's happened a few different times where... We've seen live action kind of mixed with animation. And even in this case, it really wasn't that. It was kind of like what you were saying, Brandy. It was going back and forth between animation and this live action reality that was going on. And to me, ultimately, what this movie is about is the bonding between a father and his little son. His you know, yeah. his son who's, what, seven, eight years old, something like that. Yeah. And to me, it was just fascinating how they executed this because they basically used the narrative of the whole story in the animation world that they create as nothing more than a backdrop to tell this bigger story. Right. And when Will Ferrell walks down the stairs, first of all, I laughed out loud pretty. Yeah. <laughs> that was just really funny to see him show up. And just the way that he carried that character and that persona of the bad guy in the animation world is now we're seeing him in real life and they carried that same thing all the way through. Right. And going back to what you're saying, it was basically the little kid had set up this world and was doing all these things and having fun and basically came down to, you know, a f his father, Will Ferrell realizing that, you know, to that there's more to than just creating this thing and being perfect at it. Yeah, that it doesn't have to be perfect. That he can have this moment with his son. You know, and I absolutely love that. So to me, I absolutely adored that theme. I love how they played it. It was one of the best executions of that theme that I've ever seen. And uh, to me, it was just it was flawless. Absolutely loved it. Yeah, and kind of uh, going off what you said that. Um Lord Business in the animated world, who was Will Ferrell yeah. in uh, yeah. real life, that all along this character's goal was to have this perfect world. Yeah. Um, and then you see yeah. the young child come in and kind of show him that it's okay, you know, not to be perfect. Um, and that kind of ties in with uh, what you said, Polly Popcorn, that it's okay to follow the instructions and it's okay not to follow the instructions, sure. yeah. which is such a great 
lesson uh, for any age. I thought it was really great how they kind of tied all that into such a fun movie at the same time. Absolutely. And, you know, I love how when the main character in the animated world and at the same time was the little kid in the real life world and they were talking to Will Ferrell's characters at the same time and basically saying, you know, you don't have to be the bad guy that, you know, we can have fun with these elements. It's not about being perfect, but it's about letting creativity just Mm -hmm. kind of flow and just kind of let that come together, you know, even with all this other stuff that you've built before. So, uh, I loved it. I just, I, I don't know if you have any other thoughts, uh, Polly Popcorn. I just, but to me, that was, it was just perfect. Uh, to me, you know, I, I kind of describe it as like uh, the movie The Matrix, but for kids. <laughs> yeah. 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 I could see that comparison big time for sure. And, you know, with some of the way that they play it, it, it I think for those that have seen The Matrix, I definitely think you can feel that for sure. All right. Well, did you guys have any final thoughts and what grade would you give the Lego movie? Um, as for final thoughts, I mean, I pretty, I feel like I've pretty much said everything that I have felt about this movie. Sure. Um, definitely a great movie with lots of great themes and kind of hidden lessons in there. Um, that, you know, everyone is special and when we all use our talents as a team, we <laughs> make a better world. <laughs> absolutely. Um, no, but I absolutely loved this movie and everything, um, that it did. Um, so I would give this movie... An A. Very nice. Uh, same thing. I would totally give it an A. I mean, the whole idea of like you know being imaginative, being yourself. You know, it's it's all great. And I say definitely theater vote for me. Go see it in the theater. Take your kids or go see it by yourself. And I have to say, if you didn't like the movie, you must have had like one screwed up child. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I completely agree with that. I mean, everything about this movie is just really fun. The characters are silly, they're crazy, but there's some really great punchlines. Like I said earlier, the dialogue I thought was just really well written. Uh, I love the major themes of this movie as we touched on. and I love how they play on that and how they execute it. it to me, I just connected with that in some pretty deep ways, especially for an animated film. And I think... If you grew up in, you know, regardless of your childhood, I think you'll be able to connect to that, at least especially for males. You know, they don't really touch on necessarily the female relationships as much, but I'm sure you can kind of take the same parallels over to mother-daughter relationships and things like that. So, uh, But for me, it just really, really connected with that piece of it. And I think it touches on a lot of that stuff in some of the more serious ways I've seen in an animated film, but at the same time having fun with it. So to me, it was perfect. Like Polly Popcorn said, please go see this in the theaters. It's absolutely fantastic. I gave this movie an A+. I loved it. It's very, very good stuff. And the only... Last thing to say about it is, everything is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that pretty much defines the whole movie. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. If and if you're, I guess if you're not familiar, and I guess I better bring it up because if not, I'll probably be fired from the show. Uh, I didn't necessarily care for the score as much for comparatively to some other animated films. I thought the score was fine. It was done by Mark Mothersbaugh, who's done some decent work in the past, but for me. It's going to be a lot of the other soundtrack music, the Everything is Awesome song, which has like four variations to it, which yes. is pretty interesting. Yes. Oh, I didn't know that guy was from Devo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
uh, and in the 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 main one, which is done by Tegan and Sarah, which I love, but it also has the Lonely Island in it, which right. is great if you love those guys. So, uh, very good stuff. Yeah, I, but overall, the soundtrack is still very good. The score is it fits the movie very well. Uh, but it's also one of those animated films where there's so much going on. Like for me in Wreck-It Ralph, I noticed the score big time because I paid attention to it and I loved it. Uh, and this one, there's so many different other elements going on that it's it's more of just a backdrop. But it's good stuff, though. Definitely highly recommend it. We definitely have a review of this up on the website right now that you can go and check out from James, our new uh, writer that we have on the website. Definitely go and check that out at InSessionFilm.com. If you agree or disagree with our takes, let us know by leaving a comment on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash InSessionFilm or tweet us at InSessionFilm. Leave a comment on our Google Plus page or on Letterboxd. Our username for both of those is InSessionFilm. You can also email us at InSessionFilm at gmail.com. Also, be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes to hear all of our main podcasts and these extra film segment reviews. And while you're on iTunes, please go ahead and leave us a review. We would greatly appreciate it. And sign up for our weekly newsletter. You can do that on Facebook by clicking the newsletter tab or sign up on our uh, website at InSessionFilm.com slash newsletter. And the InSession Film Podcast is supported by our awesome listeners like you, our premium podcast, which includes some awesome premium bonus content you can find on our website on socialfilm.com just click on the premium tab on our main menu and you can buy any of them for just a small donation of 99 cents you can also just donate directly to the show in various forms you can also see all that information on our website by just clicking the donate button in our main tab you can hear everything we do on our mobile app for just a one-time fee of 199 and you can find that app on the Amazon market for Android devices and on the podcast box app for iOS devices. And all those details are on our website at InSessionFilm.com slash apps. And that'll pretty much do it for this show. Mr. Polly Popcorn, I want to thank you for coming on, man. It was a joy getting to talk to you. Oh, thank you, guys. Thank you so much. This was a blast. Uh, so tell us a little bit more about your website and how can people find you on the Internet. Uh, yeah, you can find us over at uh, www.filmigos.com. And uh, basically, the site just lets you rate movies based on theater, rent, or avoid. Yeah, which is a very unique system, and it's very, very neat. I would definitely recommend going and checking out. And again, that's filmigos.com, so be sure and go check that out. Um, can people find you on Facebook and Twitter? Yes, they can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and even Tumblr. And of course, we got a YouTube channel as well. Very, very good stuff. Definitely be sure and go and check that out. Um, this week on our podcast, on episode 51, we talked about the Monuments Men, and we gave a little preview for February, so be sure and go and check that out as well. Uh, but before we get out of here, guys, did you have any final thoughts on anything? I think I have said all that I need to say. For me, go USA. And everything is awesome. <laughs> Very well said. <laughs> exactly. I was, that's a pretty much exactly what I was going to say. I'm pretty pumped up and I'm ready for some USA hockey. And the Olympics in general has been fun. But go watch the Lego movie, if, especially out of the movies that came out this weekend. Between this and the Monuments Men, the Lego movie is like a thousand times better. So Most definitely. <laughs> definitely. Go and watch that. We'd love to hear your thoughts, so be sure to hit us up. 
Uh, thanks again, Polly Popcorn, for coming on. It was great having you on. Thanks for listening, everyone, and we'll see you guys next time on the Incession Film Podcast. <laughs>